Hi, and is this Steve Album with Super Engaging Podcast, a podcast that magically gets you younger <laughs> just by listening. Goes right into subconscious and will turn on those anti aging genes. So when you look in the mirror after listening to this podcast, you'll be younger. Anyway, the topic of this podcast today, I'm going to tell you all about magnesium. I think way, way back I did a podcast on magnesium, but looking at some recent uh, research on magnesium, I think it deserves an entire podcast. So let me start. Why you need magnesium? Because it's one of the major macronutrients. So important. Thousands and thousands of enzyme systems in the body uh, utilize magnesium. And low magnesium can affect and be a precipitating factor in everything from cardiovascular disease to joint problems to uh, migraine headaches, which was kind of interesting. I forgot about that one. And a very, very long list. Now, here's the problem with magnesium. Why? Why are we deficient? Well, because of our food supply. Uh, many tests on food samples, even organic samples, have shown that they are generally low in magnesium. And possibly the reason is because of the change, the use of fertilizers and not putting magnesium into the soil. I mean, there could be lots and lots of reasons. And the other reason is processed foods have been linked to lower magnesium levels and high sugar intake and probably even genetic factors, hormonal factors. And, the pro, you know, uh, one of the situations is, well, I'll just go get a magnesium blood test. Well, unfortunately, it doesn't really work. <clears throat> the magnesium in the blood, let me do a whole blood sample, is only maybe 2 or 3%. It's not measuring the magnesium inside the cell. And so you're not really getting measurement of body magnesium levels. And then there's been some interest in red blood cells, but red blood cells have a turnover. And there really isn't good research on the replication of red blood cell magnesium, so we don't really have a good test. Now, if you have an integrative doctor or integrative practitioner, they might look up what's called the Schwastik test. And that's a uh, hammer test, you know, reflex hammer test on the upper cheekbone. And it can reflect a magnesium deficiency by seeing whether the upper lip goes up and down. And it's a really interesting test. Dr. Rabisi, who was, you know, the Einstein of medicine, used to use that all the time in his practice to see if there's a magnesium deficiency. Now, it can also reflect you know, calcium, but not very often. So looking at symptoms really seems to be the way to go. Do you have muscle cramps after exercising? Do you have, you know, migraine headaches? Do you have lipid disorders? Are you having difficulty falling asleep at night? All of them could be magnesium related. Coffee can push out the magnesium. Stress can push out the magnesium. Intensive exercise can push out the magnesium. So now that we've determined that you need the magnesium, you know, the people say, well, eat the green foods. Yes, yes, eat 
green foods, eat vegetables, good sources, and eat a you know a non-processed diet. That's great. Taking magnesium might be the answer. By the way, a really interesting study I saw that magnesium could affect cytokine storm, which is something that happens when you have an infection like COVID, and inflammation in the lungs. So that magnesium is just so, so critical. Now the question is, there are many types of magnesium, and how much should you take? Well, it's an experimental thing to see how you react. Magnesium is very safe. The only problems that have ever come with people with kidney disorders where they do intravenous magnesium, and that can be a problem because they're not clearing the magnesium. But uh, interesting, again, interesting research on intravenous magnesium having good functional uh, response in patients. I always get a magnesium added to my drip. I think it's really important because, you know, you're going to, because if you, you know, you want, you want high blood levels to get into cellular pass into the cell where most of the magnesium is. You know, one of the things, by the way, before I get into, uh, and there's a previous early, early podcast on magnesium, is potassium. You can't get the potassium into the cell without magnesium. So you can wind up with a cardiac arrhythmia. So the key is uh, you have to have enough magnesium. So let's go through the forms. The best form of magnesium I find is magnesium glycinate. I love glycine. I've talked about glycine in these previous podcasts. Uh, great for making glutathione. Great as an anti-aging compound. Uh, just endless, endless benefits. If you look it up, you'll see so many studies on glycine. But now you're getting magnesium and glycine. So it's called magnesium glycinate. Generally doesn't cause... Uh, loose stools, as magnesium citrate does. So you can take, I'll, I'll take anywhere, as I suggest to people, you can take anywhere between uh, four to 1,200 milligrams a day of magnesium glycinate without a problem. Magnesium citrate gets a little more tricky because uh, it can make you have loose stool, which I guess for people who are constipated and you take a little magnesium citrate, you're going to get some benefit. And uh, so certainly what I chose to do is mix my magnesiums. I'll take a little bit of magnesium citrate and a little bit, a little bit more magnesium glycinate. Um, magnesium oxide, very, very poorly absorbed. And uh, it's not generally recommended. It's a very cheap form of, of uh, supplement. So you'll see it in a lot of over-the-counter products. They'll have magnesium oxide, even though some people say that it... Uh, will help them go to the bathroom. I mean, you can try it, but it's, I'm not a big fan of magnesium uh, oxide. Uh, magnesium sulfate is Epsom salt, and there are people who absolutely believe in Epsom salt baths. They put it in their bath, and supposedly you're able to absorb some of that magnesium through the skin. So we have magnesium glycinate. We have magnesium uh, citrate. We have magnesium oxide, we have magnesium sulfate, and also magnesium chloride. The sulfur magnesium, again, might be great for uh, a bath. Okay. You need magnesium to activate vitamin D, so the vitamin D magnesium ties it together. And, you know, that old myth 
it was an old myth. Well, if you take calcium, it needs to be calcium and magnesium. Not particularly. Okay, I don't know where they got that research. No. A fascinating part is magnesium is so important that there's actually a magnesium medical journal. Been around for, I guess, 40 years. Started by Dr. Mildred Seeley at Goldwater Memorial Hospital, one of the pioneers in trying to get this information out on the importance of magnesium. Again, the testing is really difficult. There, there's a, I'm digressing a little bit. You can do a 24-hour magnesium test. Very, very uh, impractical and difficult. There's some people who believe in saliva magnesium tests. Uh, there was a test developed uh, with electrodes measuring the magnesium, but it was it didn't really come into mainstream because it was a difficult test to do. And it wasn't time sensitive. It took time, so it wasn't something that hospitals wanted to uh, adapt. Again, many medications can deplete magnesium. In fact, I tell the story that many, many, many years ago, when I was in my 30s, my dad, I had him on a lot of supplements. And after like his fourth or fifth heart attack, he was in the hospital. And they gave him digitalis, a heart medication. And they said, well, he didn't die from a heart attack. He died from a digitalis overdose. Well, I tried to get the information to the doctors at the time. There wasn't the Internet. It was very difficult to get, you know, get this kind of information. But digitalis and magnesium, magnesium, low magnesium, of course, a is one of the factors in a digitalis overdose. Mm. Okay, more interesting uh, anecdotes. So we come to the end of this podcast. Uh, it's a shorter podcast because I really want to focus on the importance of taking magnesium and how important it really is. Uh, probably even a factor in osteoporosis. So, you know, Look at what you're taking. Do your homework on the web. Feel free to uh, comment or ask me questions. And uh, I really do appreciate sharing these podcasts. It motivates you more to do them. And uh, I want you to thank you for listening.